Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's going on, After Buzzers? Welcome back. 13 Reasons Why After Show. We're talking about Season 3, Episode 8. In high school, even on a good day, it's hard to tell who's on your side. We are discussing Bryce's letters, Porter's back, interrogating everyone, and Tyler finally shares his truth. Got a lot to talk about. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, guys? <laughs> we fooled you. April Fool's. It is September, April Fool's. <laughs> Everybody's like, what's going on? We are here, third time, talking about episode eight. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for tuning in yet again. I'm your boy, Danny Royce, and joining me... My co-host, <laughs> you know her <laughs> from Disney TV. <laughs> new week. I was getting there. Disney, oh, Is that news? I know. I was getting to weekly. Let me get. To, <laughs> let me get to weekly. Okay, Disney TV weekly. Okay, she brings us the news and gossip every show. Shay Jones. <laughs> <laughs> This is a very serious episode, so we should not be giggling. So we understand that. Yeah, but I am so happy to be back. 13 Reasons Why, episode yes. 8, with these amazing people. Ugh, this panel is lit, okay? Yes, and to her left, you see her on travel show, Monica Goes. She also runs our Who Done It special segment every episode. Monica hey Ortega. Guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got so much stuff to talk about, and I cannot wait. And yes. you not only see this man on the terror, he doesn't just do horror. No, he loves his drama. And that's why he is our leader, Mr. Danny Royce to my right. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Save the applause. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there's, never, there's never an applause. <laughs> Damn it. No. Okay. Uh, this title, I'll tell you, they're getting longer and longer. Ooh. In high school, even on a good day, it's hard to tell who's on your side. Let's talk about uh, what is going on in that chat room, huh? Yeah, that's I'm so so <laughs> Three episodes in a row, we're getting delirious. <laughs> they, asked, they asked if we were drinking. Uh, yeah, well, no. With an emoji, so they're drinking too. She wants to know. Is it really water in this cup? You will never know. No. <laughs> All right, but I do want to. I want to start off with getting onto Bryce's letters. Okay. All right. What did you when you found out? Uh, Bryce's letters in, you know, Nora's office, Monica, when Clay saw that. What did you think that was all about, just from seeing that folder? I didn't know. I didn't know if they... I thought maybe they were, like, apology letters, like he was doing to Jessica. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe he was trying to right his wrongs. I I didn't really know what was happening with that. And then, yeah, this Uh, episode got crazy. Shay, did you have any, like, first thoughts about that? Um... It was just, I thought maybe it said Bryce's letter, but it was maybe Nora's letter until obviously we went through mm. the episode. Yeah. Like maybe her own. So you thought it was Nora's, Nora, Nora's letters to Bryce? 
Yeah, first. Okay, Maybe. yeah, that's what I thought, too. And I was like, oh. And obviously, we got more into the episode, and yeah. it was actually something Bryce wrote right. about his own feelings that his mother has to him. Right, which is uh, a, a, it's a, an amazing uh, exercise that you do a lot with just self-reflecting and self-development. You're writing uh, yourself a letter through the perspective of someone else. Um, which was interesting when we found that out. And Nora was very heartbroken when she when she read the letter. I mean, any mother would, right? But that that feeling that was like the basis of the relationship between Bryce and his mom and um, his mom. Um, what did you think, Monica, when uh, Nora read that letter and what she said afterwards? It was so interesting to me because she did say, like, obviously this breaks my heart, but. Then she went through the steps of, you're right. Like, I was cold, mm-hmm. and I did put up a wall and, you know, her own reasoning behind it, which you kind of understand. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And with like postpartum and stuff like yes. that and somebody that didn't necessarily want kids and finds herself in the situation. But then obviously she fell into that routine of keeping him at a distance and then to see as a grown-up how it affected him. That whole ugh, that whole scene was it was yeah. It was it was pretty it was amazing but it was hard to watch. This whole episode well. was emotional. Yeah, this whole episode. <laughs> but I, I do want to say because thirteen years old, you got never fail to bring every subject into play. Yes. We're talking about postpartum now, you yeah. know everything. You didn't, you didn't yeah. leave any stone unturned, which happens a lot to women, especially yeah. mm-hmm. when they first have kids. And so I think maybe especially back in the time, because of how she was raised, you didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. It was just something oh, you yeah. dealt with. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that the show does really well is even the villains, they get to what made them that way. Yes. And it does a really good job of showing that, like, there's good and bad in everybody. Mm-hmm. And it can take these characters that you hate and you have no sympathy for, and then it kind of runs through their stories, and you're like, oh, they've been through some stuff. And obviously we all know that. Like, when we see somebody that's terrible, we're like, well, obviously they've been through something. But then you get to see that side of it, and that was such a good moment for her to understand why her character was so cold to him. Because yeah. we knew, like, from the the dad and the grandpa how they treated him and what he saw as a man. But then for him to say, like, as a kid, I needed my mom. Yeah. And her to go through postpartum and, and talk about that. So. Right. And mothers are gods in the eyes of, of a child. I always say that because it's so true. Like, that's, that's your first relationship, even when you're in the womb. And for you not to be there and to be standoffish, like, by the time she was ready, like she said, by the time I was ready, it felt like you didn't need me mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. And as a mother, like, you have to be ready even before you're ready. Like, it, because let's face it like you brought someone into this world so and if you're not ready for that then you need to find out someone who is or whatever what have you but it was sad yeah that whole scene but but they did have a breakthrough which i liked yeah they were able to talk they were able to discuss this in yeah i liked how she listened to him Mm -hmm. and went through the story and the emotions instead of just reading and be like this isn't how i feel yeah why would you think that right uh, you know, because it could have gone that way. Yeah. And then he could have felt very rejected again. But instead, they did have this breakthrough, which yeah. I thought was beautiful. I like the juxtaposition of something Clay said. Um, I think 
last episode where he was just like, I have never, no, will I ever claim to be a man? Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, we're calling Bryce a man, but he still is a he's boy. He's still a boy, yeah. He's still a boy, and that is something, I think. also think we as a, just as human beings need to understand, technically, yes, when you turn 18, you're technically in the eyes of law legally a man, but emotionally, maturity-wise, mm, you're still probably a little boy. Right. Yeah. You can go off and fight wars, but you can't buy alcohol. That's another story. Um, so, <laughs> Unless you're in Europe. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But here, no. Um, you, what, chat room oh, going on? Oh, this is beautiful. What's on? So, Debbie says, 13 Reasons Why shows the saying, you never know what everyone is going through, mm-hmm. so never judge no matter what, because everyone is hurting without realizing it. Yes. Yep. Very true. And then Billy Jean says, no matter how old you are, you will always need your mom. Yes. Yep. Just text my mom earlier today. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's very true. And you never know what people are capable of, too. Mm-hmm. Like, people are capable of doing the most excruciating evil things or the most beautiful loving things. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, Porter can, comes back. Uh, I was surprised to see Porter. Were you ladies surprised to see Porter back? Yeah, I didn't really understand yeah. the point at the beginning. Yeah. Obviously, they've we get into it but yeah when he came back I was like I thought his story was kind of done like he lost his job he's gone so why are they bringing him back but I liked how they did it yeah I liked because I, I, I liked Porter's character I did too I really did like um, his character and I'm glad they brought him back in a way that you know was kind of like huh. we didn't know exactly what he was up to yeah to see what happened to him after the fallout because we're going right. through that with all of the characters and obviously he was one of the tapes mm-hmm. and then you just never see what happened to him so it was nice to see what had happened over time yeah and so he starts he's in the interrogation so my whole take on it right why the police are using him to interrogate these students right because they will talk to him and tell him things that they won't tell them is that where you ladies take on it with i thought it was maybe if they saw a familiar face like mm-hmm. he did yeah like you said he needed more information than I am because I'm a police officer and most of you are stupid. Yeah. But it's like, why would you be in the room as well? Like, that's just going to make it uncomfortable for them still. I mean, they're still uncomfortable, but, I mean, they like they got called to the... I mean, and the vice principal's there, so I feel like at mm-hmm. that point, when you have the vice principal, you have Porter, you have a sheriff, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to sit here and say something to you. <laughs> right, right. I ain't got a choice but to talk, apparently. I think yeah. it was to stir up emotion, too, because they knew how connected he was to their whole mm-hmm. Hannah story and Clay Jensen and all of those things. So I think having him there was a tactic mm-hmm. to stir up these emotions. And, yeah, hopefully to get them to talk, but also maybe to get a reaction out of somebody. Right, right. Uh, and so we learned that, that Porter was actually um, rooting and uh, rooting for Clay. And changing kind of the narrative, so to speak. Uh, we're gonna. I want to break down each one individually. So, what Tyler's friend? What's it? I can't remember. Bryce. Bryce. No. I don't know his no, actual, not his actual <laughs> name. Okay, look, oh, his yeah. actual name is Bryce. Yeah, no, but I don't but, know. Um, Cyrus. Cyrus. There yeah. you go. Oh my god, I blinked on his. his we character. haven't seen him in a while. Right? Now, yeah. since, like, I think, like, episode two-ish. Right. Yeah. He was there a little bit, but, yeah. Yeah, and so they start they start going towards, like, Tyler, but then the uh, police officer went back to Clay. He mm-hmm. was like, what's going on with Clay? Blah, blah, blah. So that was interesting, but when you brought Tyler in and stirred up that emotion, uh, Porter pointed out something very specific about the trauma that he saw. He saw that Tyler was completely different. 
any of these um, interrogations, there was also Justin, there was also Jessica, any of these, and Zach, Zach, um, any of these like kind of surprised you guys or did you, did they say something that was just like, oh, because for me, with Justin, um, when he said, maybe we should talk about you to Porter and say, I was waiting on somebody saying no offense, I needed some, like if we're going to, if you're going to come at me. I know things about you too, sir. So mm-hmm. this is all this is about, and this is all you trying to get information. Let's play. Yes, like, I was like, let's talk about it. Let's do it. And then he said, "Yeah, well, we talked to adults before, and you can just see Porter's face start to yeah. remember." And I thought that was just that was sad. Yeah, the whole. I thought it was interesting that he was actually rooting for Clay because I didn't get that at first. And no, I was angry. I was like, wait, I. I actually felt bad for Porter and was kind of on his side. And then he came in like that. And I was like, what is happening? I was real mad. But then the part that threw me off was the whole smile he gave to Justin. And I was Mm -hmm. like, did he wink at him? I was so confused. (laughs) And I thought maybe I missaw it. I was like, nah, actors twitch or something. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, so that was the part that threw me off until it comes out that he's trying to help him. Right. I think Zach shocked me a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Not because what he said wasn't true, but because at first it seemed like he didn't he didn't want to be involved. He you didn't think he was Never really on the side involved. with Clay <laughs> in that way, but for him to just be like, I'm I mean I understood I'm not angry like Clay wanted people to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. That seriously point blank was all mm-hmm. it was. Right. He wants you to be held accountable for what you do. Yes, I mean, and that maybe could be seen as black and white, but it's also not a bad quality. Not at all. Not at all. Um, before we continue talking about this interrogation, Shay has a wonderful message for y'all. I do. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning uh, tuning into us here at AfterBuzz TV. But to keep doing what we're doing, to keep doing what we love doing, we need your help. There it is. <laughs> so if you're watching us right now on YouTube, give us that thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button. And leave a comment with your theories. No spoilers because we are only on episode eight. We are watching it painstakingly mm. here to get to the last finale and figure out who killed Bryce Walker. So please, no spoilers. But if you're listening to us right now on iTunes, leave us, uh, give us a five-star rating. The one through four were drawn with Bryce. They don't work. Um, I just, yeah, they just, they don't work. <laughs> I mean, I know when water and technology get together, they just go crazy. It's just crazy how only the five works, right? <laughs> It re- I mean, that is crazy. It you know, is. It is really crazy. That, that five, though, it works. That five works all the time, year-round. <laughs> Let me get five on it. <laughs> and leave us a review as well. We just want to say thank you so much for making AfterBuzz TV the ESPN of TV talk because we love talking about these shows with you. We love your passion. And we love the fact that you're just as passionate as we are as viewers enjoying such a great show. So thank you. And back to you, Danny Royce. Thank you, Shay. Um, continuing the ter- interrogation part, I'm sorry, that was actually Alex who said that, that, um, oh. that Hannah went to adults, yeah. and that's what really got him. Alex just loves just poking and just yeah. taking his aggression out. Um, but the interesting thing is, like, Clay, <sighs> thinking that Bryce's own mom had him killed, <laughs> like, that was just... I mean, it's not exactly unheard of. Parents have It's not unheard kids. of. Just... It's not unheard of, but I just don't see any motive. Like, where, what what motive does she have? I, I do feel a little bit like that might be the writers trying to come up with who can they play off of in this episode that could yeah, be guilty. Yeah, yeah. Because there's only so many characters. Right, right. And so if you're going to make it 
like switch it up each episode to have a new one seem guilty. Mm-hmm. You got to do a few that are grasping. Right. And also Clay's character is grasping because he's everybody's grasping. looking at him. Mm-hmm. So at this point, he's, he's starting to go yeah. off the rails a little bit. Right. We've kind of seen that in the last episode. So, And she's fiercely convinced that it's him. So so flip it around. So why, yeah. Yeah, so why couldn't it be you? Like, why are you trying to put me as the only person Mm -hmm. that could have killed Bryce. Like, when there are so many people, like, we keep saying there's so many people who did not like Bryce. Yes. Why am I the only focus? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the all-knowing Ani that's there for everything saw Porter and Bryce together uh, at the house, and uh, Porter and his mom talking about, hey, it's going to be ugly, or whatever it needs to be. Um... Monica, what did you think after that, seeing that conversation? Uh, I wasn't really sure. I, I did never got that they were, like, plotting anything evil, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I was just confused on why she would even call him, mm. especially because she seems like the type of woman that wouldn't believe in therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, she just talked about her postpartum. Like, for, So for her to reach out to a counselor and be like, my son needs counseling. I, it threw me off because I didn't necessarily get that her character would be the type of person to do that. They mm-hmm. seem like more of a family that's like, toughen up. Right, yeah. <laughs> but so, toughen enough ain't been working. So and she is starting to come yeah. around. She's starting to have breakthroughs as well as he is. So, yeah, I thought it was, obviously we learn later why, and it was right. good in the end. But I never got that they were like plotting anything evil. I was just confused on why he was even called. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I felt like... And one side, it's like, okay, uh, she never went to him and actually sat down and said, let's talk. So it was kind of like her brushing and saying, okay, you deal with it. Uh, yeah. But also on the flip side, it's like maybe she knew that, you know, this is way above my head. Like I am not good at even talking about my feelings. So it's better that a professional handles this. Yeah. So I think it was actually a, a real nice act of like vulnerable and um, vulnerability in her, on her side to to step away and say I can't handle this. I think that was really 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 dope, Nora. I want to show somebody saying? in the chat though that I actually kind of agree with. I thought it would be dope if they did it Big Little Lie style. Um, <laughs> it was like you could have had each character give a statement to the police, and it would have been way better. Hmm. That would have been actually that's a nice suggestion. I actually would have loved to have seen another person's. Um, interrogation or statement to the police if they got called into the police station each episode. So like oh, the yeah. way that Ani's in the police station all the time, yeah. like each oh, episode okay, you have you. a different character. That yeah. would be interesting. Yeah. That would be interesting. That was by JS. Huh. Interesting. Well yeah, instead of getting it from Ani's perspective. Got it. Um so but uh we go back to Porter and Bryce, okay? So they we find out that they've been meeting up um, months, apparently. months apparently which has been great you know and then they also shared the labyrinth uh uh journal and i love how he said that's a maze i love that for him like no you get lost in a maze labyrinth you find yourself that was so which beautiful. is true though, yes too. it is very true and that is I lo- there's a lot of I love that for stuff. the show too oh yeah and a, a labyrinth though wow can seem like a maze because you can get lost in there for a while. Mm-hmm. But the best part about a labyrinth is eventually you find the end. You find yourself by the time you finish it. Yeah. Because a labyrinth can go on forever. Mm-hmm. A maze, maybe 10, 20 minutes. And we're constantly finding ourselves every day. So I just loved how it, it's, it spoke about um, Bryce's, like, journey. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's going to be a long one. Yeah. But you're going to you're gonna get to the end of it. So I just, <laughs> I just we love how I did it. <laughs> he got a little system. And he kept bringing up this Claremont girl, you know? 
Claremont girl. Obviously, you're talking about Ani. Yeah. yeah, and that's how he was saying how he met somebody that makes him want to be better. Yes. And the whole dynamic of him telling Porter that he struggles having sex because mm-hmm. he can't get off because the thing that has turned him on is being aggressive. Yes. And I thought that that was so interesting to think about because you never think about it from that side. And obviously, you don't want to, like feel for the rapist like but it was an interesting take on it like how do you change and how do you move on when this is what you've learned like Mm -hmm. this is what you've learned sex is and everything else is going to just seem tame so him kind of working through that process I thought was super interesting to watch and also realizing that sex with emotions is better Mm. and like but that's also something I don't think he's he he knew before like sex was just something to you know get done gratification boop 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 but now you <laughs> <Boop-a-doop>. <laughs> <Boop-a-doop>. <laughs> But now you know but now realizing that it doesn't always have to be aggressive and sex with emotions and he's not that in touch with his emotions, which is something he's also been working on as well. Like learning to feel empathy and to feel sympathetic and compassionate and sorrow and regret, which is something he hasn't really felt or dealt right. with since the whole Hannah Baker thing. Mm-hmm. So and that's new too. So in sex with emotions is a thing. Yeah. And it's nice to see a guy exploring that aspect of it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely... It's it's, it's interesting, like I was saying uh, last episode, just to see this side of it, you know, um, being, being Bryce and what happened and what he did, uh, being able to touch, being able to feel, like you said, being able to do all of this, like he just doesn't understand. He's trying to get better at it, but it's just hard... And I think it's interesting to be on that journey, uh, and to see that it, it 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 is it is something that's possible. I thought that was that was very interesting. Does uh, did Chat have anything to say about it? Um, Debbie says I feel like it goes back to season two a little because Porter visited the house, and that's when Bryce's mom actually started realizing her son was capable of so much. So mm. maybe she could feel she could trust him, okay. and that's how they that. probably connected. Very. I definitely forgot about that yeah. part. So thank you. Kudos. That was a that's great that. reminder. Wow, that's true. I actually Didn't forgot about him choking Bryce in season one, though. Right. Until they mentioned yeah. that. Until they mentioned that part, right? I was like, wait, he did choke. He <laughs> choked, choked the that. hell out of you. He needs some therapy with him, too. Everybody does. Everyone yeah. does, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Even I think, therapists I also think that's therapy. why therapists, yeah, therapists actually yeah. do have therapists. Yeah. Like yeah. themselves, I think people become ther- therapists because of their own childhood or oh, whatever yeah. is messed up in themselves. Because they want to understand things. Like mm-hmm. I think becoming a therapist means because you want to understand the brain, you want to understand human beings, you yes. understand the connection of everything, and that's why you got into it in the first place. Right. And you go through the self-work, and then you think, ooh, I've learned all this, and now I can use it to help other people. Help other people, so. right. But I still needed to help myself. Yeah. <laughs> From a different perspective. Oh, yeah, you still you still need to. I, I just, I thought it was interesting, also, like, um, Porter strategically called all these people in. Mm-hmm. So, because he knew their stance and, and thoughts about Clay to clear his name. But in doing so, he also got <laughs> some beatings <laughs> that he, that was well-deserved. I mean, don't you think? What do you think, Shay? You think? Yeah. Um. I mean, granted. I mean, we can say this all because you love. So I. I think these are things that they didn't get off their chest while you say, were here. Right. So and, and now you're confronting me about Clay when he's done so much for me. Oh no no no, sir. We don't play <laughs> games around here. So if if we're going that route, and if you feel like a, attacking the choices I made because of what Clay did and believing me being stronger or this that and the other, it's time to you know you gotta return the volley around right. here sometimes. Yeah, I think he needed it. 
You yeah, know? I don't think it's a confrontation that would have come up any other way. Any other way. But yeah, when he goes after them in this situation, like in an interrogation situation, oh yeah, their anger is coming mm-hmm. back. And they're going to remember real quick all the things he did. Right. Or did. Had he just or shown up, they yeah. would have probably been uncomfortable, but I don't know that they would have like called him out on this or like started a fight with him. But mm-hmm. yeah, when you've, you're guilty too, there's blood on your hands and you come at me. Yes, they're gonna throw it back at right. him. So. And you're coming at Clay, who's done nothing. Yeah, but who's like, helped be, all of yeah. them in some way. In or another. some way or another, like I think that's a, I think that's the thing, and I think I love the fact that he caught all of them because mm-hmm. Clay has yeah. as much as he. We talk about Clay being very like black and white and going after them, holding them accountable. While that could be seen as a bad thing, it's also a great aspect mm-hmm. of his personality, where it's just like. I do care about you, but you what you did was wrong. Right, mm-hmm. you're strong enough to handle this. I know it it sucks right now. I know it sucks, and I can't even imagine what you would do, Jessica. But you need to do this mm-hmm. for you, not for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe for Hannah, but for you especially. Right, because I don't think you're gonna actually. Because like in season two, I don't think she dealt with this. She was kind of going through motions. She wasn't really dealing. Right, so I feel like Clay forcing her was how she got over it. Mm-hmm. That was like that was a good. Like aspect of a good effect for after. Yeah. Like Granny doesn't feel like it at the time, but now almost a year later, like you're the strongest person you've ever been in your entire life. Yeah. Now when you talk about making people change, uh, you know Bryce told Porter that you know this girl from Claremont, Ani, uh, is is <laughs> <laughs> let's just call her it. Uh, one is he she he she's making him want to change. And so I loved his response is like, she can't do that. Like, no one can do that but yep. you. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they'll try to get over addictions or they'll try to, you know, change and just see different viewpoints. But no one can can make you do that. And I think if you give that, try to give that power to someone, it's going to end badly. A thousand percent. Because I think it's it's a cop out. Because yeah. then if, it, if they don't save you, then mm-hmm. it's their fault. Right. It's like a roundabout way to being like, I want help. You do it. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so I think people can make us realize we want to change, but then you have to do the work yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't go, ooh, this person made me want to change. I guess they're going to be the one to fix it, yep. too. Like, that, mm-hmm. it never works that way. Never. And it's kind of like with Clay, like, forcing the detox on Justin a little bit in that sense of... Yeah, Dude, exactly. Like I, like, I need you back. I need, I don't know, like, I don't know how we're going to get there, but first I need to get you clean, and you need to realize that you're messed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, n- now, okay, we know. Cool. So now how do we work on you being better for yourself? Not for anybody else, but for you. For yourself first. So yeah. you can live. Right. Because as much as, like, all of the stuff we've been through, I want you to live. Right. I want you around. Mm-hmm. I don't want this to, like, mess you up. Mm-hmm. And they're saying it to somebody and then them having to accept changing. Yeah. It's one thing to say, like, oh, I have an addiction or I have this problem. It's another thing to go, I have this problem and now I actually want to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Two very big Oh, yeah. Big steps. You can acknowledge very it. Very different. And just be like, there okay. There could be years <laughs> in between those two. Yes, that's true. But, yeah, that's a... Very true. Uh, so I'm going to move on to uh, one of the more um, very sad yeah. moments. But I was actually very proud of Tyler. Um, I started crying. Yeah. I bawled. Like, Dominique, yeah. Dominique asked if any of us cried, and I, I yeah. I, I was, ugly I cried. I did not cry, but <laughs> I was warm inside for sure. <laughs> it just I takes a lot. I was warm inside. It just, it just takes a little bit to make me cry. But, um, yeah, so Tyler tells his truth. 
uh, to to um, Clay. Uh, Clay. I'm sorry. I just think I was replaying the whole scene in my head. Um, it's it's something that I wanted to happen. I'm so happy it happened. And Tyler will. I'm sure. Uh, you know, he feels a thousand pounds lifted off his shoulders. You know that he get, he was yeah. able to just say it, which was hard, obviously, for him to say it. And then he relived. You saw him relived everything. What did you think about Shay? Um, Clay's whole reaction to to what Tyler was telling him. I thought it was perfect. I like I'm tearing up because I'm just thinking about it. Like when, especially the way he was violated, and because I think Tyler's been holding it in so tightly for yeah. him to finally, like you say, release that off his shoulder. Even by telling one person, that mm-hmm. is a big relief. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not burdened with it as much, mm-hmm. and maybe eventually I'll be able to talk about it at a different time. But for one, this this one time, I was able to talk about it and tell the whole story and have somebody say, I feel like I want to hug you right now. Can I? And being asked that, like, because, like, obviously, we've been seeing him not want to be touched at all. Yes. So for this moment, for Clay to actually just ask permission, can I hug you, and watch Tyler break down, like, my heart broke with Mm -hmm. him as he was, like, I think he was, like, all those tears he was releasing was all everything he's been keeping inside for eight months. Mm -hmm. That he has, like, we see him cry a little bit after it, but he went straight into anger mode. So I don't think he's actually felt it. Right. I don't think he's actually, like, grieved Mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. Grieved for that part of himself, who he was before this happened. Yeah. So it was just so beautiful. It was. You felt the weight come off his shoulders Mm -hmm. as he broke down. Oh, yeah. you could just feel it all and like ugh. and I think that Clay's response was absolutely perfect just like you said I mean the moments when Tyler pulled back he went it's okay like if you're not ready and then mm-hmm. he would say more and then he was like okay I'm here mm-hmm. like it, it was such a beautiful scene and just a beautiful example of how to listen in a situation like that because nobody knows what to do if somebody's telling him their story like that but I just thought the way he handled it was so perfect yeah and him, it was kind of like the situation with Jessica, where, he, but instead of being angry and being like, you need to say this so that we get justification and we get all the answers, he understood this time, like, this is not my story to tell. Mm-hmm. And had those moments yeah. of like, you got to say this. Okay, you're not ready. That's fine. Like, he, there was this push and pull, and it showed growth in Clay. I mean, that whole scene was just so brilliant. And kudos to the actors, because that... Yes. Devin, Devin, Dylan, yeah. they did such a great Devin job. Devin and Dylan, yeah. I also, I also think it was, I think, through, I want to point out something, I also think the reason why he didn't push so much is because Tyler's a boy, and I think that's something that's unheard of, like of, guy, like of right. guys being molested yeah. or being raped, we don't hear it or, or talked about enough. That's what, yeah. So I also think, like, even when he went, Clay went to confirm Monty, he stopped himself. He was like, oh, I know your secret, <laughs> but you were so lucky today, sir. Right. Because if this was anybody else, I would have came for you. But because it is Tyler and he trusted me so hard with this, this is the one secret I really, 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 really need to just keep on lockdown. Yeah. Even if it gets him out of prison. Yeah. Like, he's willing to keep that still. Yes. Right. He's, I, he's yeah, not I'm, willing to tell anybody. I'm, I'm happy that he wasn't uh, forcing that story upon mm-hmm. anyone uh, like like did Jessica. But also, I love the scene for all those reasons. Also, um, the uh, toxic masculinity that was just not there mm-hmm. it was just yes. absent which was great yeah. like just vulnerability to its rarest form um and just that happening to like you said a male being able to share that 
and hug it out. Nothing wrong with that. No. You know, yes, no. I just, I just, I found that amazing. Um, so yeah, so Clay approaches Monty. Uh, I was just like, don't say anything, Clay. Just right. don't say anything. <laughs> don't That's say anything. Not the time to say Personally, that. Personally, I really thought he was gonna bring up Winston at that point. Like that was that was a perfect time. Uh, yeah. That was a perfect time to just be like, oh, like, I, know. I know, I know a secret. I might not know. The, I might know the one I want to say, but right. I got another one up my sleeve today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you want to try me? Right. Oh, I will let everybody know. Uh, okay? Yeah, Monty probably would have start beating him down right there. <laughs> like he has no yeah. nothing, no filter or anything. But uh, I just it was interesting. But we uh, it was great that he got that little tip from Porter. Uh, Clay got that tip from Porter, uh, just knowing and just seeing, which he's gotten a lot better. Just pointing that stuff out, and I'm sure after the whole, you know Hannah situation, and he missed that opportunity that haunted him. I'm sure for a long time after that. Um, and so we've end the episode with uh, this shaving cream bottle, which was a tip from Monty. <laughs> like that was just come on now. That was a bit weird. Yeah. Well, weird. well he saw him in the locker room. He so did. But still, why but are you still, telling Clay? Right. Well, because like, okay, so you really think I killed Bryce here? Like, look at your brother. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was just it was interesting. An interesting thing to do. But we find out Oxy is in there. Um, so I mean, it didn't surprise me. I I knew that Justin had a re- had a relapse. I mean, we saw him in a few uh, episodes back looking for st- something. Uh, you know, he was frantic a lot of times. He's been keeping something from Clay. I didn't think it was him killing Bryce. I thought it was him using again. Did that surprise any of you too? No, I'm actually glad they came back to it because yeah. I've been saying since You've the been beginning it, yeah. that. Season two ends with him doing drugs, and mm. then they haven't addressed it. So I think we're finally kind of getting into that story now, which, yeah. So it didn't is, surprise me at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy, though, they're touching on it, though, because it's actually, like, addicts don't just get clean. Like, it takes them a second. Right. Like, they do have mm-hmm. a relapse. Yeah. And I think that's also very good to show. Mm-hmm. Like, it won't, like, it won't just be a one and done, oh, he's better now. No, he's still struggling. And that's right. that's truthful. That's honest. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you, do you two have any uh, last comments about the episode? Mm, Tyler um, and Clay. I know Tyler and Clay. This was such <laughs> a powerful episode. So I definitely want to point out that um, Thirteen Reasons Why Info has a lot of good resources. If you're dealing with any of these heavy, heavy topics that we've been talking about, sexual assault, depression, anxiety postpartum, all of that stuff. And they also have a crisis text line. So all you have to do is text the word REASON, R-E-A-S-O-N, to 741741, and there are people there that can help. So please Thank do you, reach Monica. out if you need it. Yes, please reach out. We do. We're going to go to our special segment, Who Done It? Who Done It? All right, if you guys are just tuning in, every episode, based on that episode, we pick who we think killed Bryce. No spoilers. Again, we are watching one episode at a time. And since this is our last one from tonight, we really are only on episode eight. So please don't spoil it for us. But based on this episode, who do you think, Shay? Monty. That's who I was going to say. I think we all got a consensus. Monty. Monty, you are the winner. I mean, how do you look at it? I mean, having that little diversion to the shaving cream? Come on now. Yeah, and I'm still still stuck on the whole he's hiding his sexuality. And when people bring it up, he gets angry to crazy levels. Mm -hmm. So him being in love with Bryce, Mm -hmm. confronts Bryce, says, I love you, man. He doesn't react well. Dead. 
And yeah, exactly. He doesn't have to do it. I can definitely see Monty doing it. I can definitely see like uh, you know Bryce just turning him down. I don't know if it's necessarily because he wants to do whatever, but I can just see something not going well with that whole. And he and Bryce is the only person that knew that secret. I don't. Well, did he know the secret? I thought it was just like I don't. Did he I think really he found know about, out. Oh, I think I think, I, 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 think I, I think he found out. Yeah, and yeah. we know like. Uh, we know Monty likes to use that little baton weapon on his dad when he's knocked out. So I mean, and it's got some blood on it already. Like, first of all, you didn't at least clean it. Like, you don't bleach something after. Right. You, you right. Know what I'm just saying that's just that's just. I'll just let the blood dry and leave right. it in the back seat. Yeah. Your own brother, quote unquote. Well. Whew. All right. Let's move on to news and gossip. So yeah, we have some news and gossip for you guys. So. If you were wondering who is playing Prince Eric, so are we. <laughs> However, 13 Reasons Why star Christian Navarro wants to throw his hat into the ring after news followed that Harry Styles will not be playing Prince Eric to uh, Halle Bailey's Ariel in Disney's live-action remake of The Little Mermaid. Mm. So on August 13th, he tweeted, So I heard Harry Styles pass on Prince Eric. Well, I can sing. Black Ariel, Latino Prince. Hey. No one's called, but season three drops next week, and I think it's one hell of an audition. So nice. I'd be down for that. Okay. I'd, I'd be down. Wait, I'm, so I, I know a lot of people auditioning under Jordan Fisher's auditioning for Prince Eric, which would just be awesome. But I would love, like, if it'd be almost in a reminiscence of Rodgers and Hammerstein of a black uh, or an Asian prince or a Latino prince. Right, I'm so right. down for another, like, that type of thing because. Rogers Hamstein was so revolutionary mm-hmm. in that of having mm-hmm. an Asian prince, Brandy as the princess, yep. Bernadette Peters as the stepmother. Yep. Whoopi Goldberg, come on as come a queen. On, as a queen. So it, it's, still, it's still one of the, it's one of the best musical films in history of having the most diverse cast. Yeah. It's still to be talked about in such amazing terms. Yes. Yeah, I'm he also down looks for like Prince. I'm down for the cause. He does though. He really he does. does. <laughs> All he needs is blue contacts and he's Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down for the cause. Let's go. That <laughs> diversity. All right, folks. Well, thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you stay for all three episodes, yes, we love you. Valentina, Love, Amy, Maddie, hey. Morris, uh, Blue Jean, Billie Jean, Debbie, JS, Renji, you Ooh. guys rock. Yes, thank you for the round of applause. <laughs> Please tune in tomorrow. Dominique, I forgot, but Dominique. Oh, Dominique. Can't forget Dominique. Dom, Dom. Can, uh, tune, in. <laughs> tune in tomorrow as we talk about episodes 9 and 10. Monica, go ahead and Yes, thank you guys so much. You can find me all across social media at Monica Goes Show. You can find me at Real Shade Jones on Twitter and Instagram, Grand Hotel, Monday for the season finale at 8 p.m. and Thursdays as we do 11, 12, and 13. Hey. And you can find me everywhere at I am Danny Royce and also Monday nights at the Terror After Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We love you guys. Bye. See you soon. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 